0: Umpires are at home plate now, meeting with manager Gil Hodges of the New York Mets and field captain Ron Santo of the Cubs and here to check us out I'm starting lineup, Ralph Kiner. All right, Lindsey Nelson, and also before we go to the lineups, a salute to all the armed forces around the world as we understand you're picking up this ball game from Wrigley Field in one of baseball's biggest moments. For the New York Mets, the leadoff batter will be Tommy Agee in center field, batting second and playing second base, Ken Boswell, batting third in left field, Treon Jones. Batting fourth in right field, Art Shamsky. Batting fifth, and at third base, Wayne Garrett. Batting sixth, the first baseman, Ed Cranepool Batting seventh, the catcher, J.C. Martin. In the eighth position, batting eighth and playing shortstop, Al Weiss and Tom Seaver, the pitcher for the New York Mets. Batting ninth for the Chicago Cubs. The leadoff batter will be Don Kessinger at shortstop. Batting second and playing second base, Glenn Beckert. Batting third in right field, Billy Williams. Batting fourth at third base, Ron Sano. Batting fifth in playing first base, Ernie Banks. Batting sixth in left field, Willie Smith. Batting seventh, the catcher, Randy Huntley. Batting eighth in center field, Jim Falls. And the pitcher, Bill Hands, batting ninth. The umpires for the game, calling the balls and strikes, Bob Ingle at first base, Dick Stallow. At second base, Augie Donatelli, and the umpire at third base, Mel Steiner. The Mets and Cubs have met 11 times this year. The Cubs have won six, the Mets have won five. Here at Wrigley Field, in four ball games, each have won two. The Mets have won 49 and lost 36. They are 13 games over 500, the highest they have ever been in their overall history. Cubs with a record of 56 and 34, and they lead the Mets by four and a half games. The Mets have a six-and-a-half game lead over the third place, St. Louis Cardinals, last year's National League champ. As Lindsey Nelson stated, we have a standing-room-only crowd. The Cubs so far this year in 40 means have drawn 793,794. The Mets in the same number of means, have drawn 1,071,710 at Chase Stadium in New York. And it's going to be Tom Seaver on the mound for the New York Mets. Tom has won 13 of his last 14 games. He is a surefire sense to be picked to the National League All-Star squad as one of the pitchers. Tom ranks fifth in strikeouts in the National League with 124. The Mets are playing their 86th ball game, and this, of course, a very big one. The first of a three-game series. In tomorrow's game, it's going to be Gary Gentry pitching for the Mets, a rookie who has a record of eight and seven. And on the mound for the Cubs tomorrow, it'll be Dick Selma, a former Met, and his record 9-3 with the Chicago Cubs. This broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Rango Breweries Incorporated and is authorized under Radio rights granted by the New York Mets solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the New York Mets is prohibited. Now the umpires have taken their stations. It's a warm day here in Chicago. The wind is blowing in off Lake Michigan from right field toward home plate. It's 3.53 down the right field line, 3.55 down the left field line, 400 in center field, and the leading Chicago Cubs in the Eastern Division take the field. Ironically, in checking over the standings of both the Eastern and Western divisions, both the Cubs and the Mets have better percentages than the top club in the Western Division, the Dodgers. And now from Wrigley Field, our national anthem. conditions. The Mets have 17 riders traveling with their ball club, and of course Chicago well-represented as they are covered completely by the Chicago media and the areas around. In the National League schedule, the Dodgers are not scheduled until tonight. They're playing at Houston. Philadelphia and St. Louis have the day off. Pittsburgh playing Montreal in a night ball game. And no game for San Diego, San Francisco, Atlanta, and Cincinnati. In the American League, Boston and New York idle. Detroit playing at Washington, opened at Seattle, also idle. And night games for the White Sox against Minnesota, Kansas City at California, and also idle. Cleveland scheduled to play a series starting tomorrow at Baltimore. As we mentioned before, the breeze blowing in off the lake. From right field, a very normal type breeze on a day like this. It's a beautiful day for baseball in what they say here in Chicago, beautiful Wrigley Field. The field condition is very slow, the grass is very high. Whether or not this is gamesmanship, we do not know. But you'll expect to see the ball slow down on the infield and the outfield on ground ball. Now Tommy H. the Nevada's box for the Mets, and here for the play-by-play, the top baseball announcer football announcer in the country, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Conner. Here's the first pitch to Tommy Agee, and it's inside for a ball. He's hitting 285. He has 15 homers and 42 runs batted in. In the second game yesterday, Tommy Agee had three bases, including two home runs. Bill Hands with a pitch and it's low. For a ball, it's one and one. Bill Hands, who was born in Hackensack, New Jersey, and attended school in Rutherford, New Jersey, came to the Chicago Cubs from the San Francisco Giants, along with Randy Hundley, in exchange for Lindy McDaniel. And Don Landra. This will be a 2-0 pitch, and it's on the way. Swung on and fouled off, back up into the crowd. Now it goes to two balls and one strike. It's a shirt-sleeve crowd and an enthusiastic crowd out here at Wrigley Field this afternoon. This stadium seats 36,667, so it is that many, and whatever standees there are, and there are as many standees as they can find room to stand them. First game of a three-game set between the Mets and the Chicago Cubs. Here's a 2-1 delivery. Swung on and looped out the center field. And Jimmy Quaz is moving over. He's there and he makes the count. So there's one away. Ryan Gold's looking for the 25 greatest Mets fans in the world. And if you think you're one or know someone who is, tell us your story in a letter to Ryan Gold Greatest Mets Fans Contest, box 289, New York, New York, 10046. Kenny Boswell up now against the Chicago Cubs this year. Boswell has batted 378. His overall average is .249. He has two homers and 17 runs batted, and he's a left-hand batter. Bill hands into the motion. Here is the pitch, flung on, and hit in the air to deep center field. balls is moving over and back. He's there, and he makes the catch. Boswell sending Claws back near the edge of the warning track and slightly right center. So there are two men out, and that'll bring up Cleon Jones. He's hit safely in nine of ten games. He's the number two batter in the National League. Willie Stargell of the Pittsburgh Pirates is on top in the National League batting race. Jones is hitting an even 350. Ten homers and fifty-five runs batted in. Hans is 29 years of age. He's 6'2", 185 pounder. Makes his home now in Parsippany, New Jersey. Last year he won 16 games for the Cubs. He lost 10 against the Mets this year. He's won two and lost one. That pitch is in for a called strike. Bill Hans' lifetime mark against the Mets. is seven wins and five losses. Two men out, nobody on base. Top half of the first inning. The umpire calling balls and strikes is Bob Engel. Here's a strike one delivery, swung on and missed, strike strike two. The umpire at first face is six fellow, at second the crew chief, Augie Donatelli, and around it third, Mel Steiner. Art Shamsky waiting on deck for the New York Mets. The Mets flew into Chicago last night after having taken both ends of a doubleheader from the Montreal Expos in New York. Two strike delivery, sales high and away, so it's one ball and two strikes. Around the infield, Ernie Banks at first, Glenn Beckert at second, Don Kessinger at short, and Ron Santo at third. Willie Smith in left, Jimmy Qualls in center, Billy Williamson right. Randy Hundley is the catcher. Now a one-two pitch. And it's low for a ball at two and two. As Ralph Kiner mentioned, a world service atmosphere surrounding the preliminary exercises here at Wrigley Field today. Here's a pitch. Swung on and fouled off to the right side. Out of play and the count holds at 2-2. Writers, broadcasters, television reporters, magazine writers, all clustered around. Almost everybody got interviewed here today in some manner. This is a 2-2 pitch. Swung on. the underground to third and it's off the chest of Sandbell. He scrambled point, throws on, inbound. He got him at the first base. Well, the side is retired with no run, no hit, no errors and none left. In the middle of the first inning, the score is the Mets nothing, and the Cubs coming to pass.
1: Sell a great beer, taste it. And time it. Taste the famous Rheingold Extra Dry Flavor. And time the Rheingold 10-minute head. That head standing up as your beer goes down is the sign that Rheingold's a truly great beer. The Rheingold 10-Minute Head. Haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey.
0: his lifetime mark against the Cubs is five wins and four losses last time out in New York Seaver for eight and one third innings had a perfect game going Jimmy Qualls singled to left center and was the only base runner in the ball game for the Chicago Cubs Seaver has not worked that center he is facing Don Kessinger lead off man for the Cubs who is a switch hitter 2.99 batting average, three homers, and 43 runs batted in. J.C. Martin sends out the sign. Now here's the fix to Don Kessinger. One on and missed. it's strike one. On the coaching line for the Cubs, Berlin Walker is at first base, and Joey Amalfitano is on the lines at first. Again, Seaver works. Strike one fits to Kessinger. Curve ball. That's Luke foul on the left field line out of play. The count goes to two strikes. The New York Mets have Ed Cranebool at first, Ken Boswell at second, Al Weiss at short, and Wayne Garrett at third. Leon Jones is in left, Tommy Agee is in center, and Art Chamsky is around in right. Seaver <laughs> again now into the motion. The strike two delivery. Swung on and fall back off the screen out of play, and the count holds at two strikes. Glenn Beckert is on deck, tying his shoe at this moment. The Chicago Cubs occupy the dugout along the third baseline. The Mets the dugout along the first baseline here at Wrigley Field. Here's a two-strike delivery. Swung on and foul back again. It's out of play, and the count holds at two strikes. The bleachers are packed and jammed out in center. Members of the Bleacher Bums organization are identifiable by their yellow construction hats that they wear. Here's a pitch on away They have been maligned and headlined here in Chicago, the Bleacher Bump. A sometimes over-enthusiastic cheering section for the Chicago Cubs. Here's a 1-2 pitch. And it is in there for a call strike three. A receiver came alongside the sidearm on the strikeout pitch on Kessinger. Now Glenn Beckers, the right-hand batting second baseman. He's hitting 3.05, and he has 18 runs batted in. Kessinger, by the way, will be starting for the National League at shortstop in the All-Star game. Santo will be starting at third base for the National League All-Stars. There's a pitch in for a call strike, Leon Jones of the Mets will be starting in left field for the National League All-Stars. Strike one to Beckert now, with Billy Williams having moved up on deck. Deaver offers strike one. Get on the ground to the right side. Charge to second by Boswell. He's up and over to first to Craneville in time. That ball was punched on the ground to the right side. Two men out. nobody on base, no score, and Billy Williams is coming up. Hitting 3.03 as nine homers and 51 runs batted at end. The demand for tickets for this series was unbelievable here in Chicago. If you were anyone that might faintly have connections that would enable you to get tickets, you would get call after call after call. Here is the pitch, and it's high for a ball. Of course, there are no lights here at Wrigley Field, so all the baseball played here is daylight baseball. Now the pitch to Williams. Change-up. And it is high for a ball. and enough, Stevers thought he'd get a call. He's standing their hands on hips, and J.C. Martin says a word. to Bob Engel, the umpire behind the plate. I think Lindsay was right over the plate, but too slow. <laughs> he gave us a big exaggerated motion and then came through with the change-up. Ron Sando is waiting on deck. This will be a 2-0 delivery now to Billy Williams. Fastball swung on and missed. It's two and one. That one popped out of the glove of catcher JC Martin, who quickly retrieved it. It's a beautiful baseball afternoon in Chicago. Relatively low humidity and the breeze blowing in off the lake. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled off. So the count is 2-2 two two now to Williams. There is no score as yet. The Cubs have won 56 games and lost 34. The Mets have won 49 games and lost 36. The Mets are four and one-half games back of the division-leading Chicago Cubs. Here's a 2-2 delivery. Swung on and fouled back off the screen. Here's an interesting statistic. If the Mets were in the Western Division of the National League, they would be on top. They would be leading the Los Angeles Dodgers by one percentage point. The Dodgers have won 50 and lost 37 for a percentage of 5.75. The best percentage is 5.76. Here's a 2-2 delivery. Side-armed and fouled off. Count holds at 2-2. Here he takes a moment, lifting his cap now, mounting his foul quickly. Steps up on the rubber to look in and take a side from J.C. Martin. Two men out, nobody on base, and a 2 2 pitch to Billy Williams. Let up. And it's low and away, so the count is not full at 3 2. Deaver again went to the big change, and now he's gone out full to Williams. This is a payoff, pitch. Come on, and Stevie strikes out Williams for his second strikeout in the inning. The side is retired. It's no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of an inning, the score is the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. Well, a Mets game at Shea Stadium is a great place to have your next outing. And it'll be a popular place with any members of your organization. The Mets, of course, will help you select the very best seats available, whether it's for forty people or four thousand. And if you're planning a pregame lunch and a buffet, and that, by the way, is a very good idea, why don't you take advantage of the beautiful restaurant facilities which are available just for that purpose? Additional information may be obtained by calling or writing the Ticket Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, zip code one one three six eight, and the telephone number in New York is six seven two. So with the New York Mets riding the crest of a popularity wave these days, why don't you plan your next organization's outing at Shea Stadium? Have lunch or dinner and then take in the ballgame. Get in touch with ticket manager Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, zip code 11368. The Mets are coming up in the top half of the second inning, and it'll be Art Shamsky to lead off. Hitting 342, he has six homers and 18 runs batted in. The Mets and the Cubs will be here tomorrow afternoon, and so will we. They'll be here again on Wednesday. We'll be broadcasting on each of those days at 2.25 p.m. New York time. So plan your lunch hour accordingly, if you will. Chesky's a left-hand batter facing Bill Hans, who has a record of ten wins and seven losses. Hands has actually been the big stopper on the staff of the Chicago Cubs. It was he who got the victory for the Cubs over the Mets in the third game of the three-game series in New York last week. Now the pitch went on and hit in the air to deep right center and going back it's Qualls and he's there and he makes the count. <laughs> Archevsky sending balls again. Oh, just about to the spot where Kenny Boswell sent him in the first inning. So there is one man out and Wayne Garrett, the third baseman, coming up. Garrett's hitting 274. He has one homer and 20 runs batted in. 400 feet to straightaway center field here at Wrigley Field, and there is Astro Chirp over a section of the seats out there to provide a background for the batters. It's swinging a ground ball. And it's going to go up the middle, and it's a base hit for Garrett. A first base hit of the ball game. As Garrett turns and holds, crawls up with the ball in center. returns turns it. The Mets have a base runner with one man out, and Ed Cranville is coming up. Crainful is at seven game-winning RBIs for the Mets this year, more than any other Mets. Say, how'd you like to win a color TV set? And maybe a lucky bonus of $1,000 or more. You can, in Royal Crown Colas, win with the Mets sweepstakes. Details wherever RC is sold and no purchase necessary. Crainful's hitting 242. He has eight homers and thirty-seven runs batted in. He has a left-hand batter. Ernie Banks at first holds against the runner, Wayne Garrett. Hand throws over, but not in time. Miss Garrett's back safely. Again, Bill Hand sets up, checks the runner. Here's the pitch. And it is low and away for a ball. With Crainville at the plate, J.C. Martin is on deck. Manager Gil Hodges, of course, starting his predominantly left-hand batting order against the right-hand pitcher. Bill hands as Hodges has platoon. Righty and lefty for a great part of the season. Now the runner goes, and it's a swing and a foul ball off to the left side, out of play. The Mets playing hit and run. That'll bring Garrett back with a 1-1 count to Cranville. On the coaching lines for the Mets, it's Eddie Yost at third base, and Yogi Berra is on the lines at first. Tomorrow, Gary Gentry is scheduled to start for the New York Mets against... Dick Selma for the Chicago Cubs. and again sets up. Offers 1-1. And it's blowing away. 2-1 to Cranefield. Ferguson Jenkins is scheduled to pitch here on Wednesday afternoon for the Cubs. And the New York Mets have not yet announced a selection for Wednesday's game. Gary Kuzman worked yesterday in the first game at Chase Stadium and got his seventh win of the year. This will be a 2-1 pitch, but a throw to first is not in time. 2-1 delivery. Swung on and line fouled on the left field line into the lower field boxes and out of play. There are fans standing everywhere you can look around this ballpark. Harold Weissman, the Mets director of public relations, informs us that... Pitching coach Rube Walker and manager Gil Hodges say that they are leaning toward Don Cardwell as a possible starter on Wednesday, with a decision to be made a little later. But Cardwell is a strong possibility. There's no score in this game. The count is two and two now to Cranepool. Pitch is low and it bounds away from Hundley He comes up with it to throw to second, hand. safe for second is Garrett sliding in. That's a wild pitch down in the dirt. Dealt down there by hands, and it was off the glove of Hundley over to the right side, but he recovered amazingly fast and fired it down to second. Garrett was hitting the dirt going in, and it's safe, and the official scorer calls it a wild pitch. Or in the vernacular of James Enright, who is the official scorer, a wildie, I believe he says. The count is full at three and two now to Cranville, one man out of the Mets ever under its scoring position. Bill Ann steps off the rubber for a moment. Now steps back up to take a sign from Randy Hunley. Cranville steps back out of the batter's box. A little tired of waiting. Metro batting in the top half of the second inning. Wrigley Field in Chicago. Hans again is looking for the sign, and Craneville again is tired of waiting and backs out and says a word to the umpire, Bob Engle. There is no time limit when there is a base runner. Were there no base runner, the pitcher is required to deliver the ball within 20 seconds after he receives it from the catcher. With a base runner, there is no time limit. Randy Huntley has gone out now to have a word with Bill Han. It is the umpire at second base who runs the watch when there are no base runners, and that today is Augie Donatelli, who is the crew chief. The Mets have not seen a great deal of this crew. This crew has been in New York only one time this season. They have worked a great deal in Chicago. Now we're getting set up again. Wayne Garrett takes his lead at second base. One man out. The count is three and two to Craneville at the plate. Hans again, looked in for the sign. Still looking, still looking. Now he is up and set. They are pitched, on and fouled off. Down into the dirt, and the count holds full at three and two. Well, a game of gamesmanship out there, Lindsay, because Randy Huntley had twice talked with him. Certainly they talked over what the pitch would be. And then when he came back, they had a long reading of the sign. With the count 3-2, I think he was just trying to put a little pressure on Craneville at the plate by making him wait it out a little longer. Same thing going on just now. Now he sets up. Here's a 3-2 delivery. Try on and miss. He strikes Craneville out. First strikeout for Bill Garrett holds at second. Two men out, and J.C. Martin's coming up. He's hitting 2-0-9. He has three hours and 13 runs right at end. J.C. Martin came to the Mets from Chicago, not from the Cubs, but from the Southside White Sox. Randy Hundley looking over into the dugout of the Chicago Cubs for a little instruction for manager Leo DeRocher. Now hands off the stretch. Here is the pitch to the left-hand batter, and it is high for a ball. The Mets, nothing, and the Cubs, nothing, here in the top half of the second inning. And again, off the stretch, Garrett leads at second base, and here is the pitch. Swung on and line foul on the left field line out of play. So it's one ball and one strike. Here at Wrigley Field, it's 355 feet to the foul pole in the left field corner. 353 feet to the foul ball in the right field corner. One one pitch swung on it on the ground to the mound, where it's speared by Bill Hands, and he plays the back in time for the out. Bill Hands steering that smash back to the mound. No runs ahead of Wall. for throws and one left. In the middle of the second inning, the score
1: is the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing.
2: The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary...
0: This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Wrigley Field in Chicago, and field captain Ron Santo is up to lead off for the Cubs. Hitting 295, he has 18 homers, and he leads the National League and runs battered an in with 79. He is a right-hand batter. Facing net right-hand pitcher Tom Seaver. The pitcher swung on and missed for strike one. Ernie Banks is on deck. This broadcast this afternoon is being carried to servicemen around the world. So from all of us here at Wrigley Field in Chicago, a salute to servicemen everywhere. Strike one delivery, swung on and foul back. The count is two strikes to Ron Sanzo. He shaded around toward left, playing Ron Santo to pull the ball. Two strike delivery, high and away for a ball. It's one and two. The Cubs are batting here in the bottom half of the second inning. The one two pitch let up, low. is short hop by catcher JC Martin, so the count goes to two balls and two strikes. the sign, here's the 2-2 delivery, fastball, foul back, went to that sidearm delivery again with which he struck out Kessler in the first inning, it's 2-2, Sando will be at third for the National League All-Stars this year, here's a 2-2 delivery, inside for ball, Seaver runs full now at 3-2 on Sando, box is packed and jammed here today at Wrigley Field. Seventeen riders traveling with the New York Mets. This will be a payoff pitch. Seaver is into the motion, and it's on the way. Land in the left. Cleon Jones retreats and makes the catch. That ball was belted on the button by Ron Santo, but Cleon went back into the edge of the warning track in left field. He hauled down the line drive. That sends J.C. Martin out to the mound for a word with Tom Seaver. After the game that Tom pitched in Jay City when he pitched a one-hitter, Bon Santo hit two hard drives off of him to center field. And Tom mentioned the fact that Santo has always been a tough man for him. Ernie Banks is up. Hitting 261, 14 homers and 75 runs better. And he's the number two RBI man in the National League. Here's a changeup. It's high for a ball. Ernie Banks is 38 years of age. One of the most popular professional athletes ever to perform in Chicago in any sport. Tom Seaver now with a 1-0 delivery. Going on and pops up to the left side. At third base, Wayne Garrett has flipped the glasses over near the bag, and he makes the cut. The banks has popped out to third. Two away, and Willie Smith is coming up. Smith is playing left field today for the Chicago Cubs. He's hitting 3-0, has 8 homers, and 21 runs battered in. And batter. <laughs> Willie Smith came to the Chicago Cubs in exchange for Lou Johnson. One time he was with the California Angels. Worked as a pitcher at one time. There's a changeup. up high and away. So it's one and zero oh now to Willie Smith with Randy Hundley on deck. pitch, swung on and popped up foul off the line at third, drifting toward the seats and it's out of play. As Ralph Kiner mentioned, the wind is blowing in off Lake Michigan, not with any great velocity here this afternoon, but just rippling the flag in toward home plate. Anything popped up like that will be carried back toward the stand, one and one to count to Willie Smith. Change up again and it's low, goes to two balls and a strike. man out, nobody on base, there is no score, and the Chicago Cubs are batting in the bottom half of the second inning. Now Stever's 2-1 delivery, fastball, and it's foul back out of play, and the count goes to 2-2. Ralph, you talked to Leo DeRocher in the clubhouse before the game, how was it? Leo didn't have much to say, and that's unusual because they're four and a half games in first place. He was very taciturn and was sending autographs on baseball for his fans. 2-2 pitch, and it goes high, so the count is out full at 3-2. So now it'll be Seaver with a playoff pitch to Willie Smith. Last 3-2 pitch was to Ron Sando, and he belted it out into left. Here's the 3-2 delivery. Fastball, foul back off the screen, out of play. The count continues full at 3-2. You couldn't believe the scene on the field here. Before the ball game, the Cubs now issue field passes and press passes and all sorts of credentials. The same sort of thing you'd expect at World Series time. Here's a playoff pitch. Brian and hit high in the air to center field. A.G. rambles over. Leon Jones is there. And Jones calls and makes the catch. Left center field. Side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. Stever has retired six consecutive batters. The score at the end of two full innings of play is the Mets nothing. The Cubs nothing.
3: How did you make out this past winter? Did it cost you more than you had expected to keep warm this season? If it did, it might have been one of two things that proved costly for you. One, every fuel oil is not the same, and clean, fast-burning fuel oil is important to you, not only for the maximum heat, but for the best efficiency of your heating system. And two, perhaps your furnace or heating system needs cleaning. The Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue can help you with both of those problems. First, when you call on the Adirondack Oil Service, you'll receive prompt service from their radio dispatch trucks, and they will deliver the finest fuel oil that money can buy. And if a dirty burner is your problem, Adirondack Oil Service can handle that problem, too. Now is the ideal time to have your burner cleaned and adjusted so that your heating system will operate at its maximum efficiency and economy next season. Don't wait until you need your furnace operating full time. Call the Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue in Saratoga now at 584-2045.
1: excitement in July here at Wrigley
0: Field in Chicago as the New York Mets and the Chicago Cubs have begun a three-game series. We're going to the third inning, no score, and coming in for the play-by-play one of the great hitters in the history of this game, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsay Nelson. and Hi, everyone. And the first batter for the New York Mets will be Al White. Al batting for the first time. Only base hit in the ball game picked up by Wayne Garrett when he singles to center field in the second. Bill Hands has fits to seven batters. Now working on his eighth. It'll be Al White, Tom Seaver, and Tommy Agee for the right-hander. Hands with a record of ten and seven. And the first pitch to Al White's has swung on and fouled away, strike one. Al batting 206. He has no home runs, 13 runs batted in. Above those 13 RBIs, he has come up with some key hits. Al coming in for Bud Harrelson, who was the regular shortstop of the Mets, but just returning from military duty. Now pitch high and it's high for ball one. One ball, one strike. Weiss played his early days on the south side of Chicago with the white Sox. One time a switch hitter, now batting entirely from the right-hand side. And hands at 1-1. And the pitch is grounded foul. So the cat moves along to one ball and two strikes. Hans has struck out one batter in this ballgame. He has 105 strikeouts and 150 innings for the Cubs. Ferguson Jenkins of the Cubs, the number one strikeout artist in the National League this year. Now a sidearm curve outside. Two balls, two strikes. Hans has an earned run average of 2.67, second to Jenkins on the pitching staff. And the 2-2 pitch, grounded foul, maybe fair, it is picked up by Sano with a bare hand pickup. The throw to first is not in time, and it is a fair ball for a base hit. Sano reached over and made a bare hand grab as the ball cut away from him. And it was in fair territory that he touched the ball and saw it's a base hit. So Al Weiss is on as he leads off here in the third. And it brings up Tom Seaver. Let's to get the second base hit of the ball game, they had the first Receiver to sacrifice the third baseman Sano is in. Tom has been up 46 times this year with five hits. He has driven in free runs. No score. Top of the third. No one out. And Bill Hans from the set position. And the pitch to Seaver is bunted out towards first base. Banks has only one play, and that's the first base. Beckert covering at first. And on the sacrifice, the Mets have their second base runner in scoring position. And Bill Hans from the set position. And the pitch deceiver is bunted out towards first base. Banks has only one play, and that's the first base. Beckert covering at first, and on the sacrifice, the Mets have their second base runner in scoring position. In the second inning, Wayne Garrett, who had singled, moved down to second on a wild pitch, but was left there. Well, now the batter coming up, Tommy Ishii batting for the second time. Tommy flied out to center field on his fourth pitch his first time. Up, he's batting 284 with 15 home runs. That leads the club. And 42 runs batted in. Tommy Agee also played on the south side here in Chicago. Mets have three in the lineup. J.C. Martin from the south side, too. All with the White Sox earlier. And they are not warmly greeted here on the north side. First pitch to Agee is one on strike one. Pitch down around the knees. Still hands with a slider. And as a good slider, curveball and he throws hard. This is his 23rd start. His major league record, 41 wins, 40 losses, and against the Mets, he has won seven and lost five. Career-wise. One strike delivery. It is taken at the knees. The call strike two. So A. G. with a two-strike count against him. On deck battered Ken Boswell. Hands, a long reading of the sign, now in the set position. And the two-strike delivery, in the dirt and dug out nicely by Randy Huntley. One ball, two strikes. Huntley, the durable catcher for the Chicago Cubs. This is his 90th ball game. Cubs have played 91 so far this year. The all-star catcher in the National League is Johnny Bench. All star game to be played a week from tomorrow. The 1 2 pitch rounded out to the mound. Hand quickly turns the second to block the runner back to second and then throws the first for the out. So Al White still at second base on the out. Bill Hands to Ernie Banks at first and it brings up Ken Boswell who saw one pitch his first time up and fly out to center field. Oswell started this ball game as the Mets leading hitter against the Cubs this season with 14 hits and 37 times up. He is now 14 for 38. Boswell, a left-hand batter with an overall average going of 248. He has two home runs and 17 runs batted in for the year. Two men out, top of the third, no score. The Mets with a runner in scoring position at second. Oswald has not seen much action since he returned from two weeks of reserve duty. Left-hand batter being played straight away by the Chicago Cub outfield. Not too deep. And now hands his first pitch. slider over the outside corner, just above the waist, it's strike one. Al Weiss with a leadoff infield hit. Moved down to second on a sacrifice by Seaver, but left at second by Tommy Agee as he grounded back to the pitcher. And a one strike down on Ken Boswell. And the next delivery. It is hit deep to right field. High in the air coming to the ball is Williams. He's under. He makes the catch and every time aside. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left at second. And the score at the end of two and a half innings. The Mets nothing, the Cubs.
4: Many people, when they reach 65, would like to slow down a little, but not necessarily to retire completely. Well, you do not have to retire completely to get Social Security benefits. You can earn as much as $1,680 in a year and still get a Social Security check every month. You can earn a good deal more than $1,680 in a year and still get part of the benefits, depending on how much more you earn. And here's an important point. No matter how much money you earn during the year you can get a benefit check for any month in which you earn no more than $140. You've just heard a lot of figures, $1,680 in a year, $140 in a month, age 65. Don't be confused. If you have any questions at all about retirement, earnings, and Social Security benefits, get in touch with your Social Security office. The people there will be glad to answer your questions and help you apply for benefits.
0: We're going to the bottom of the third It's a scoreless ball game The Mets and Cubs And the first of a three game series Tomorrow's game will see Gary Gentry Pitching for the Mets a Young rookie With a record of 8 and 7 Game time will be at 2.30 New York time We'll be on the air at 2.25 And Dick Selma Former Met, Will be pitching for the Cubs Nick has compiled a 9 and 3 record For Chicago Ferguson Jenkins is scheduled for the third draw game for the Cubs. The Mets have yet to make their selection for that final game. After that, a four-game series for the Mets of Montreal. Now Randy Huddley, the catcher, stepping up, and the first pitch by Tom Seaver. is taken in for a call strike. Huddley a right-hand batter. 13 home runs, 42 runs batted in, hitting at 286. They're peering in for the signs. Now he has them, and here's the pitch. Breaking pitch outside. One ball and one strike. Tom has retired his first six batters. Striking out two. When he pitched his one-hitter against the Cubs at Shea Stadium last week, he struck out five of his first six batters. Tom is not apparently as strong in his own mind here today. Now breaking ball back, it's ball two. He was exceptionally fast in the one-hitter. Pitching at night. Here today in sunlight... Tom has used a lot of change of speed, mainly to set up his fastball. Now the 2-1 pitch, and it's fouled away. Two balls, two strikes. Many times a pitcher will feel that his fastball is not riding as well as it should, and he'll go to another pitch, use it to his benefit. Tom has thrown more change of patience in this ballgame than he did in the ballgame that he pitched the one hitter in. He also is working at a much slower pace here today, the 2-2 pitch, and it is just outside, three balls and two strikes. This is the fourth time that Tom Seaver has been at three balls and two strikes to the hitter. He was 3-2 and two to Billy Williams, got him out, 3-2 and two to Ron Santo, got him out, 3-2 and two to Willie Smith, got him out. Now the 3-2 pitch popped up, and Greenville has a chance to make the play. It's in foul territory, and it comes over with the glasses down to make the catch. So, Seaver, four times at three balls and two strikes and four times getting the batter. That'll bring up Jim Qualls, the center fielder. Jim Qualls in 11 and one-third inning that Seaver has pitched against the Cubs has the only base hit. And he has been the only man to get on against Tom Seaver. He broke up his perfect no-hit, no-run game with a single. It came with one away in the ninth inning. Now the first pitch fouled off at strike one. Balls is batting 274. This is his 63rd appearance. No home runs and four runs batted in. Left-hand batter and the one strike pitch. One run and miss. Strike two. Ball actually fouled tips into the glove of J.C. Martin. Two strike count, Seaver into the windup and back again. And the pitch is fouled away. Seaver started the ball game with 150 strikeouts. Pardon me, 124 strikeouts and 150 innings. He has struck out two in this one. The run average is 2.46 for the year. And the right-hander with a two-strike delivery once again. And the pitch is again fouled away. Tom, in his two previous years in the Major League, has won 16 ball games in each. In his overall Major League record, 46 wins, 28 losses. And a ground ball full foul into the Mets' dugout. But the Cow remains at strike two. Deaver making his 20th start of the year. He also has appeared one time in relief. The young man from Fresno, California With a two-strike try again And he's outside, it's the ball Tom makes his home in Manhattan Beach, California Now he attended USC University of Southern California Product of Rod Dado The baseball coach at SC Pitch back, inside and low Two balls, two strikes Jim Qualls, batting for Chicago. One away, no score. Bottom of the third. And the two-two pitch. It is just inside, and once again, Seaver has gone to a 3-2 count. The fifth time in the ballgame. So Tom has had to make a lot of pitches so far in two and one-third innings. Here's the windup and the pitch. It is grounded slowly out the first. Craneswell takes a bad hop, comes up with it, races to the bag, and wins the race for the out at first. So now two men out in the bottom of the third, and the pitcher Bill Hands coming up. Hands has been up forty-six times this year with one base hit. Gorgeous ball game. Bill Hands dueling with Tom Seaver. The first game of a very important three games for the Mets. Cubs tough to beat here in Wrigley Field. It's their type ballpark. They've hit 81 home runs here, and they have a life record of 264 for the club this year. And the first pitch to hands a call strike. And as Ernie Banks calls Wrigley Field, the friendly confine. It is good for home run hitters, especially with the wind blowing out. 368 in the alley. The one-strike pitch to Bill Hans, the right-hand batter, is set in the air to shallow left field. Leon Jones moving to his right, comes in now, and he makes the catch from the side is retired in order. So Seaver has phase nine, got them all, and the score at the end of three. The Mets nothing,
1: the Cubs nothing. Can you imagine a beer without a head? It's like an egg without a yolk, bread without the crust. It's like pizza with no cheese. Beer is meant to have a head. And Rheingold is a beer that's meant to keep it. Rheingold Extra Dry, a beer with a ten-minute head, only a great My dear, it's Rheingold, a dry
0: beer. Ask for Rheingold whenever he's my dear.
5: Rheingold's ten minutes
1: so high. Rheingold's good, extra dry. Won't you try, extra dry, Rheingold's beer? The Rheingold's ten-minute head. Haven't you timed it yet? Ringo Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Chicago,
0: and a scoreless ball game as the game moves on to the top of the fourth inning. First batter for the Mets as they come up here, in the fourth will be Leon Jones, followed by our champion, Wayne Garrett. Bill Hans taking his warm-up pitches. He has allowed two hits. That's twice have that had runners in scoring position. One time with one away, and one time again with one away. But they have not been able to cash in. Leon Jones, having a tremendous year for the New York Mets. The all-star left fielder, Leon, with an average of 3.49, he started the ball game in second place in the National League race to Willie Stargell. Leon has had 10 home runs and he has driven in 55. And the first pitch by Bill Hands is fouled back—a fastball fouled away. Strike one. Leon will be followed by Art Schamsky and Wayne Garrett. The Mets will have their third, fourth, and fifth batters coming up against Bill Hands here in the top of the fourth. And the pitch at one strike is high. It's one and one. Light breeze blowing in from right field. Just about a perfect day in Chicago. No humidity to speak of. Temperature in the high 80s. Now the next delivery inside. Two and one. The two-one pitch to Jones. It has popped up third baseman, Ron Sano, coming in and into foul territory. He is under the ball and he makes the catch. So, Cleon becomes the first out in the fourth and it brings up Art Chamsky. Art flight out to center field on his first pitch, his first time up. Chamsky batting 339 with six home runs and 18 runs batted in. This is his 40th ball game this year. Left-hand batter. Mets have used a combination of players so far this year for their finest record ever. First pitch is called a strike. Breaking ball around the knee. Strike one. Chamsky alternating with Ron Swoboda, also Rod Gasper, in the outfield. Pitch back is inside. It's one and one. At first base, Ed Cranville, dividing first base first with Cleon Jones, later with Don Clendenin. And, of course, Ed Charles, Ken Boswell, Wayne Garrett, Al White Bud Harrelson used in combinations in the infield And a high pop-up to center field Waiting there is Jim Qualls The glasses go down And he makes the catch That is the fourth put out in center field for Jim Falls. That gives the Cubs the second out In the top of the fourth inning And brings up Wayne Garrett who has one of the two hits in the ballgame The other going to Al White Garrett single to center field in the second and the rookie infielder now batting at 278 for the year. And the first pitch by hands is low with ball one. Garrett was acquired in the minor league draft by the Mets, their only draft choice last winter. The 1-0 pitch. Lowen and outside, ball two. Scoreless ball game, two men away, top of the fourth inning. Tom Seaver going for the Mets against Bill Hans of the cut. And the 2-0 pitch, low for ball three. And Bill Hans behind 3-0 for the first time in the game. He went to 3-2 on Ed Cranville and struck him out. Ed is the on-deck batter. And at 3-0, the pitch to Garrett is in there for a call strike. Ball catching the outside part of the plate just above the knee. Cubs and Mets have met eleven times this year. Cubs have won six. Now the next delivery foul down in the dirt. So they can't full at three and two. Air Wrigley Field. Both have won two ball games. Both sides. This is the fifth game in Chicago for the Mets. Three balls, two strikes and the pitch to Garrett, a left-hand batter, is outside ball four. That is the first walk given up by Bill Hands. The Mets have their third base runner, and the third base runner in the ballgame for that matter, and it brings up Ed Greenblum. We'll pause now for station identification. This is New York Mets Baseball Network.
3: You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ fm 102.3 megacycles on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York.
0: Ralph Kainer along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Wrigley Field in Chicago. A scoreless ball game. The Mets with the runner at first and the batter's at Ed Crainpool. And the first pitch to Ed is low and away It's ball one. Crainpool was struck out on the 3-2 slider his first time up. Ed batting 240 runs. He has driven in 37 runs. And he's had eight home runs. Crainpool leads the club and game-winning runs batted in with seven. And the 1-0 pitch. Outside, ball two. Two balls, no strike. Ernie Banks, the first baseman for the Cubs, walking in toward the mound to say something to Bill Hands. Hands reaches down, picks up some dirt, throws it away disgustedly. Now he calls his catcher, Randy Hudley, out. He wants a new ball. Ball checked out by home plate umpire Bob Ingle, and a new one put in play. Leads off at first as Hands reads the sign, and the two open. Grounded out to first, but foul. Thanks making the play near the bag in foul territory. Yogi Berra, the first base coach, walks over to the bag to say something to Garrett as he comes back to first. Eddie Yost the coach at third for the Mets. The pace of the game slowed down somewhat after the early start. Now the pitch to Crane Bull low, and it's ball three. Three balls, one strike. On deck batter for the Mets, J.C. Marks. No bill hands after picking up two outs. Has walked Wayne Garrett and gone to three balls and one strike. To Ed Crane Bull. Garrett at first, edging off. He does not go, and the pitch is outside. It's ball four, and two walks in a row gives the Mets there a third. Base runner in scoring position in this ballgame. Garrett down to second. The second walk given up by Bill Hands in the game, and it brings up J.C. Martin. J.C. batted with Wayne Garrett on his second base in the second, but grounded back to the mound for the final out of the inning. Montano talking momentarily with Bill Hands at the mound and some action stirring up in the bullpen for Chicago. No score in the ball game, two men out, the Mets threatening with runners at first and second. We're in the top of the 4th. Now the first pitch to JC Martin, rounded foul down the right field side, strike 1. Veteran Hank Gary, a left-hander starting the warm up in the bullpen for the Cubs. Gary, from San Gabriel, California. Started his major league career with the Cleveland Indians. The one-strike pitch. It is in for all strike two. Over the outside corner, just above the knees. Oh, Bill Hands regained his control out in front with a two-strike count to J.C. Martin. J.C. batting 2.07. He has driven in 13 runs, at two home runs. Now hands set, here's the pitch. And it makes Martin move away. Under his chin, ball one. Wayne Garrett at second base with a short lead. Brain at first. Now Garrett moves up a step. And hands his next pitch. Rounded foul ball over toward the Mets dugout on the first base side. Count stays at one ball and two strikes. Tension here at Wrigley Field can be felt all around. A standing room only crowd on Monday afternoon. Have to guess that there are some 40,000 people here today. It seats 36,667. Now the one two pitch again, and grounded out towards second. Becker goes to his left, fields the ball back in the grass, Takes the play. The first baseman time for the out. A good play by Glenn Becker, the second baseman, to retire the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, two walks, and two men left on. And the score at the end of three and a half innings: the Mets, nothing. The Cubs, nothing. Specialty
6: cars located on Ridge Road, Northville on Sacondaga Reservoir invite you to take off in a Dearborn Deserter sport buggy. You've seen them on TV, the go-anywhere buggy that's a boon to hunters, fishermen, outdoorsmen, and summer fun people. John Coffin of Specialty Cars invites you to call him at 925-8513 and he'll give you all the details on the Dearborn Deserter sport buggy. Built from the ground up at Specialty Cars' own shop, the Dearborn Deserter buggy takes you places others just can't get through sand, gravel, and over the roughest terrain. The buggy can be fully enclosed and has a built-in heater for chilly days. Call Specialty Cars at Northville, 925-8513. Specialty Cars says we can turn your beetle into a buggy. Get in the swing for summertime fun. Call Specialty Cars at Northville, 925-8513. Specialty Cars, Ridge Road, Northville on Sacondaga Reservoir. Custom builders of the Dearborn Deserter Sport Buggies.
0: the fourth inning, a scoreless ball game, and Tom Seaver to continue where he left off. Tom will start off against the leadoff batter, Don Kessinger, Don batting for the second time. One of the main reasons why the Cubs have been so tough this year in winning 56 games and losing 34 has been Don Kessinger. He is the all-star shortstop. He has had 115 hits so far this year. Batting at 298, three home runs, 43 runs, and he smashes one down to the second baseman Boswell. Boswell takes it on one hop, he juggles it first, but makes the play, and Kessinger is out. Hard hit ball for Boswell, and Boswell turned it into an out. So now, one out in the bottom of the fourth on one pitch, and it brings up the second baseman, Glenn Becker. Glenn grounded out to second, his first time up. Right-hand batter hitting 304. Seaver, working for the Mets, the scoreless ball game, here's the pitch, and it's low, ball one. Beckert has no home runs for the year, he has driven in 18, the number on his back, and at 1-0, the pitch by Seaver, up high, ball two, two balls, no strikes, and Seaver wants to know where it was. When Deaver pitched his near-perfect ball game against the Cubs last week, the crowd, of course, was all for him. Right here at Wrigley Field, a different situation. The 2 open. It is in for a call strike. Beaver said that he was riding on the enthusiasm of the 59,000 people in the ballpark. And when he went out to pitch the ninth inning, he felt like his arms were going to rise right up into the sky. Next pitch is inside It's ball three. Three balls, one strike. Beaver in this ball game has five times gone to three and two. Now he has the count of three balls and one strike against Glenn Beckett. One away, bottom of the fourth, no score. And the pitch. It is in for a call strike, and for the sixth time, the count is three balls and two strikes. Receiver has the sign. Here's the wind-up and pitch. It's hit right back to the middle. White takes it back. A second and throw is not in time. It is being scored a base hit. The ball is smashed back to the middle and hit the mound. Was slowed up. Now White went it back in second to field the ball. He had to hesitate before he threw the first because he could not get the ball out of his glove. And Becker beat it out. Well, so the Cubs have their first hit. Seaver had retired his first 10 batters. And now the batter coming up is Billy Williams. And the first pitch to Williams is in the right field going on to third, and the Cubs have runners at first and third with one away, and Ron Sandel coming up. So the standing room only crowd grows wild, and the Cubs for the first time have runners on his first time up, lined out the left field on a 3-2 pitch. <laughs> Meno leads the National League and runs batter in with 79. He's batting 294. And the Mets are playing their infield back at double play depth. And Beckert on at third. Williams at first. And Seaver working from the set position. Here's the pitch. It is swung on and fouled away. Strike one. That's had three chances to score. This is the first time for the Cup. What oh, a ballgame. One out, five of the four. And Sieber now with the one strike delivery. Breaking ball too low. It's one and one. Signs go out. Seaver set. Texas first. Here's the pitch. It is inside, and Sano has to back away. Two balls, one strike. Pitch under his chin. Sano, a right hand batter. Now Seaver, a right hand pitcher, set to go. And the 2 1 delivery. It is in for a call, strike two. So Zeber with a count at two balls and two strikes. Comes a powerhouse ball club. They have a team average of 264. Now Zeber ready at 2-2. And the pitch. It is hit foul back into the crowd out of play. well the remains at two balls and two strikes. Cubs have produced 81 home runs this year. And Sandel, the club leader, with 18. Now, fever once again, trying for the 2-2 pitch. Here it is. One on and missed, strike three, and Seaver with a big strikeout. That gives him his second out of the inning, and it brings up Bernie Banks. strikeout is third of the ball game. up to third his first time up Ernie hitting 260 with 14 home runs and 75 runs batted in earlier this year he was the RBI leader in the National League but it was taken away by his teammate Ron Sano now Seaver in a set position here's the pitch breaking pitch inside for a ball on each pitch Glenn Beckert the runner at third has been trying to rattle Seaver by moving up the line but Seaver has paid no attention to it and Tom now Set to go. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on him, missed. 1-1. After Seaver had retired his first 10 batters in order, Ben Becker beat out an infield hit, and Billy Williams on the next pitch singled the right to put runners at first and third with one out. Mano struck out, and now the batter Ernie Banks hitting with a 1-1 count. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. An indication by the home plate umpire, Bob Engel, that the pitch was foul tipped into the glove of J.C. Martin. So Seaver with the count at one ball and two strikes. Williams close by the bag at first. Seaver ready. And the pitch to Banks. Swung on him. missed like three. And Banks was running with the pitch. But Seaver handled in the occasion. Striking out Ron Sano and Ernie Banks with runners at first and third. In the inning, no runs, two hits, no errors. And two men left on. And the score at the end of four. The Mets nothing. The Cubs nothing.
7: Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need camping equipment. Now that vacation time is here, have you found that in checking over your equipment that you need something additional? Then stop in and see the wide selection we have to offer. Waltons carries pack frames, canteens, and mess kits. If this is your first year of tenting, then be sure that you see Walton's for all styles of tents, air mattresses, and Coleman's stoves and lanterns. Waltons carries a full line of famous name sleeping bags. Of course, at Walton's, hunters can find everything in one convenient location. Guns, ammunition, and hand loading equipment, and rifle scopes to make those long shots surer and safer. For the golfers, be sure to visit Walton's PAR 3 room where you'll find a complete line of golf equipment. Shoes, clubs, bags, carts, and a rainproof jacket for just $9.95. A complete line of equipment for all sports is what you will find at Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen.
0: thrills and excitement here at Wrigley Field on a Monday afternoon before a sellout crowd a beautiful day in Chicago and Al Weiss is up to lead off for the Mets no score, Mets are batting in the top half of the fifth inning Weiss has been up one time and had an infield hit the Mets have had two hits the Cubs have had two hits so that's the kind of a day it is in Chicago, Illinois Left hand takes the sign into the motion. Here's the pitch to the right hand batter and it's in there for a call strike. Starting out for the slider. Life bats number 8 in the Met batting order. Now again the strike one delivery and it swung on and lined on the right field line but slicing foul into the seats and out of play. A two strike count now to Al White. Drew moves out to the on deck circle actually here in Chicago. It's a long way from the dugout to the on-deck circle because the dugouts are located behind the bases. A little farther up from home plate than is usual in ballparks that have been constructed more recently than this one here at Wrigley Field. Two strike delivery. Swung on and popped up. At second base, Beckert goes out to the rim of the grass and he's there now and he makes the catch. Beckert was fighting the sun, having a little difficulty as he hauled down that pop. It's a bright, sunny day. That'll bring up Tom Seaver. Hey, for the finest product on the road, drive into Citgo. It's a nice place to visit. Ah, yeah. Seaver's been up one time and he sacrificed. He's a right-hand batter. For the season, he's batting 109. He's had three runs batted in. The Mets and the Cubs will be here again tomorrow afternoon and again on Wednesday. We'll be broadcasting each day at 2.25 p.m. New York time. Now the pitch to receiver and it's in there for a call strike. The Mets will be in Montreal next weekend. Finishing up that series with a Sunday doubleheader against the Expos in Montreal. Then comes the All-Star break. Here's a swing and a miss, strike two to Seabro. Tommy Agee is waiting on dice. Bill Hamm steals a two-strike fish and it's one on a fifth-strike three. That is the second strikeout for Hamm, and with two men out, it brings up Tommy Agee here in the fifth. Agee has slide to center and grounded out to the first. He was saying yesterday that he likes to bat in this ballpark. Most ballplayers do. It's known as a hitter's ballpark, actually, because there is an excellent background here. Formed by the ivy-covered wall in center and top by the Astro turf that stretched out on about eight sections of seats out there to give the batter a perfect background in which to pick up the pitch. And delivers one on. It's an underground to short. One hop there by Kessinger. Up and over and in time. So the Mets are out in order here to top of the fifth. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the fifth inning, the score is the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. <laughs> Have you
6: been dreaming about your own swimming pool?
0: Michael Cubs come up here now in the bottom half of the fifth inning, and it's Willie Smith, the left fielder, who will lead off. He's been up one time, and he's flied out to Cleon Jones and left. Willie Smith is a left-hand batter. Tom Seaver and Bill Hans locked up in a pitcher's duel here in Chicago. Now Seaver's pitch. Change up, and it's a good piece right with the foul and going out of play. It is a foul ball, completely over the wall and out into the street beyond the right field wall. It was a changeup. up Seaver has been offering changes to Willie Smith here today. He got around on that one and felt it, But hooked it, foul. So it is strike one. J.C. Martin sends out the sign, and here's Seaver's pitch. Swung on and land in the center. A.G. coming up, and he makes the catch of the line drive. Tommy Achey, It wasn't a fly ball. It was a line shot. One away, and Randy Hundley is the batter now. He's been up one down, when he fouled off to first base. Hundley's hitting 285 for the season. Right-hand batter. The Mets set up defensively, playing Hundley to pull the ball. Now, seaver delivers. It's hit deep to right field and Shemsky is there. And he makes the catch. didn't go as deep as it looked as though it might when it left the plate. So Shemsky made the grab, and there are two men out. Jimmy Qualls is coming up now. And up one time and he grounded out to first base unassisted. Qualls is a switch hitter batting left against Tom Seaver. The Cubs nothing and the Mets nothing. The bleacher bombs out and left have an organized cheer going out there, looking somewhat like a collegiate cheering section at a football game at the moment. Half of them up and half of them down in unison. Now the pitch swung on and it's fouled off, out of play. Strike one, the claws, with two men out and nobody on base. Now again, Seaver with the pitch. Breaking ball, and it's outside. One and one. Pitcher Bill Ant is leaning on the bat, kneeling in the on deck circle. One one delivery. Let up, and it's outside. It's 2-1. There is a new rule in effect with regard to games called on account of darkness here at Wrigley Field this year. In other years, if the game had become a legal game, meaning either 4.5 or 5 innings, and was called on account of darkness, that was it. Here's the pitch low for a ball. Now, however, if a game has become a legal game and cannot be completed because of darkness, it becomes a suspended game and must be resumed from that point at the first available future date. There are no lights at Wrigley Field. 3-1 delivery. Going on hit in the air to short right field. Shamsky moves up, shading his eyes with the glove, and he makes the catch. Well, the side is out in order on three balls to the outfield. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of five full innings of play at Wrigley Field in Chicago, the score is the Mets nothing,
1: the Cubs nothing.
2: Whether you're looking for a hot or a cold sandwich or a complete dinner, Lake Pinellas Restaurant on Jefferson Street, your
0: headquarters. Tom is out there at this moment dragging the infield in compliance with National League rules. At the end of five, the infield is dragged to get it in shape for a continuation of the ballgame, and the Mets will be batting in the sixth with Kim Boswell to lead off. Bill Hans is allowed two bases. Tom Seaver is allowed two bases. There is no score in this ballgame. Played before a sellout, standing room-only crowd on a Monday afternoon in Chicago. A number of banners being exhibited by the Cubs fans around the stand. A custom that was begun by New York Met fans in their years at the polo grounds, actually. Now Boswell is up. He has slide to center and fly to right. And uh, struck out two and he's walked to. Call on rangy right-hander. Takes a sign from Randy Humley. And here is his first pitch in the sixth inning. And it's outside for a ball. Bob Engel is the umpire behind the plate. Leon Jones timing his swing in the on-deck circle. Again, Bill hands into the motion. It's just one arm and fouled off. It's one and one. All right, champs Keith on deck. Bright, sunny, comfortable day in Chicago. Now the strike one delivery. And it's high for a ball. One and one. Nobody on base with one man out. One-one pitch. One on it on the ground. Foul back a third out of play. So they count on Jones. Goes to one ball and two strikes. Gary Gentry tomorrow for the Mets against Dick Selma for the Chicago Cubs. Gentry has won eight and lost seven. Selma has won nine and lost three. One two pitch swung on hit on the ground through the hole into right for a base hit for Cleon Jones. Picked up by Billy Williamson, played back. Jones rounds first and holds with the third hit for the Mets. Oh, uh, Phil Hans encounters one man out. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Wrigley Field in Chicago, where the Mets and the Cubs are battling scorelessly to this point. Art is up now, left-hand batter. Jones leads it first. There's one man out. Bill hands with a pitch, and it's outside for a ball. Chamsky has been up twice and slide to center both times. His batting average for the season is .336. He has six homers and 18 runs batted in. The veteran left-hander, Hank Gary gets up for the second time today to loosen up in the bullpen for the Chicago Cubs. Here is a pitch to ten for a call strike. It's one and one now to our Chamsky. This broadcast this afternoon is being beamed around the world to our servicemen everywhere. The New York Mets and the Chicago Cubs. Here's a pitch to spawn hit on the ground towards second. Beckert up with it. He wheels and goes to Kessinger for one. No throwback. Jones is forced to second and Shamsley becomes the base runner at first. Beckert had to move to his left. Came up with it. Made the full slip of pivot and the throwback to Kessinger. Came off the bag with no throw on to first. So now there are two men out. Chemsky is the runner at first, and Wayne Garrett is coming up. Garrett has singled and walked so far. He's a left-hand batter. Close stance at the plate. Hitting 278 for the season. Banks plays behind the runner at first. The pitch is in for a call strike to Wayne Garrett. Bill Hans has given up three bases. Tom Seaver has given up two. There is no score in this ball game. Bill Hans calls time to tie shoelace. McGarry continues to throw him the cup bullpen. Now Hans steps up on the rubber to look in for a side from catcher Randy Hundley. Shamsky leads it first. Strike one pitch to Gary Swung and line in the left center field. Outside running is Jimmy Quarhouse. He gets over there. In left center field, Jimmy Claudhouse hauled it down for the out. And the side is retired. So it's no runs on a hit, no errors, and one man left. In the middle of the sixth inning, the score is the net's nothing. The gun's nothing.
3: How did you make out this past winter? Did it cost you more than you had expected to keep warm this season? If it did, it might have been one of two things that proved costly for you. One, every fuel oil is not the same, and clean, fast-burning fuel oil is important to you, not only for the maximum heat, but for the best efficiency of your heating system. And two, perhaps your furnace or heating system needs cleaning. The Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue can help you with both of those problems. First, when you call on the Adirondack Oil Service, you'll receive prompt service from their radio dispatch trucks, and they will deliver the finest fuel oil that money can buy. And if a dirty burner is your problem, Adirondack Oil Service can handle that problem, too. Now is the ideal time to have your burner cleaned and adjusted so that your heating system will operate at its maximum efficiency and economy next season. Don't wait until you need your furnace operating full time. Call the Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue in Saratoga now at 584-2045.
0: It'll be coming up here now in the bottom of the sixth, and it'll be pitcher Bill Hands to lead off, followed in the order by Don Kessinger and Glenn Beckert. Jimmy Qualls has got a good jump on that ball, hit by Wayne Garrett, Moved over into left center and took it while in full flight back in front of the 368 sign. Hands just went up one time, and he flied out to left field. He is a right-hand batter. Umpire Bob Engel walking out to the mound now to hand the ball to Met pitcher Tom Seaver, or rather to say a word to The ball is being held by third baseman Wayne Garrett who now talks to nobody. Med catcher J.C. Martin flashes the sign. Seaver goes into the motion. The pitch to the right hand batter, breaking pitch in for a called strike you're waiting on deck. Now the strike one offering breaks low and it's one and one. let's play Bill Han just about straight away. He is one for forty-seven at the plate this year. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike two. Batting average of Phil Hands is .021. A no one-two delivery. Breaking pitch. at line to the left. Leon Jones moving over and he makes the catch. A lot of wood on that ball by Phil hands but Jones moved over to catch the line drive. One away and Don is coming up. Switch hitting shortstop. It will be in the National League All-Star lineup. Called out on strikes and grounded out second to first so far. And that's set up playing Kessinger to go to the opposite field with A.G. in center shaded slightly over toward left, and Jones moved over to toward the line and left. he <laughs> six. Bunny up to third base and Beaver will play it. Pushed the ball up the third baseline Seaver off the mound quickly Tried the bare hand play And came up without the ball So there was no throw And catch just set across the bag at first That is base hit number three for the Cubs Off Seaver and the hits are all even at three Now Glenn Becker's up He's one for two He's a right hand batter There's one man out Seaver off the stretch And here's the pitch Outside for a ball We outside First base, Greenville is holding against the runner, Don Kessinger, who has excellent speed. The Cubs are batting in the bottom of the sixth. There is no score in the game. <laughs> Beaver again off the stretch. 1-0 pitch for the runner going, and the pitch is grounded on the right side, and the stars go Kessinger moves to second. They played hit for run as Kessinger was off and running, and Beckert chopped the ball on the guard on the right side. Beaver died for it. Coming off on the first base side. Could not get a glove on the ball, but Boswell, the second baseman, charged it. He got it on the crane in So there are two men out. gets is at second. Billy Williams, the left-hand batter, is coming up. Williams struck out and had a ground single to right. Billy Williams, the number three man in the cup batting order. Seaver checks the runner at second. Here's a pitch to Williams. Little tight at ball wide. Williams is batting 3-0-4 for the season. Nine homers and 51 runs batted in. Again, Chester takes his lead at second base. Seaver takes the time from C.C. Martin. I took the high-hopping ground ball in full flight and continued right on across the bag at first. So the side is out. It's one run on two hits, no errors, and one left. And at the end of six
1: full innings of play, the score is the Cubs won the Mets nothing.
2: The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared ours before. Mangino's realized that good food cannot be heard. They ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never simmering away for hours or minutes in the kitchen. And that's the big difference at Mancino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored and dine at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake, at Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. If you're planning a banquet or party for up to 75 people, call Mangino's for their special party menu. They'll be happy to give you complete details. That's Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods, Route 9P, the south end of Saratoga Lake.
0: Last of the seventh inning, the Mets trail one nothing. And Eddie Crane Pool will lead off against Bill Hamm. Chicago one run on four hits. New York no runs on three hits. Eddie Crane Pool has struck out and reached on a walk. Bill Hands has walked two and struck out three. Now the right-hander winds to pitch to crane pool. Low, outside, ball one. A bunt single by Don Kessinger. He moved over on a ground out on a hit-and-run play. He came home on a solid base hit by Billy Williams. And the Cubs lead 1-0. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing, out of it One ball, one strike. Bill Hans, like Tom Seaver, has been a hot pitcher. He has won five of his last six decisions. Now <laughs> Crane Bullcock's the best. And has a look. It is a little bit low. Ball two, two and one. J.C. Marcus on deck, and then Al Weiss. Tom Seaver won five in a row, lost the game to the Astros six to three the last week of May and has since won eight in a row. Now that string is in jeopardy. The 2-1 delivery. Ground ball bounced slowly on the right side. A big hop for Becker. And he flips the ball to Banks retiring (laughs) Taryn Bill Hand has been the most difficult of all Cubs pitchers for the New York Mets. He has won six of his last seven decisions against New York. He was the pitcher in the only game the Cubs won in the three games at Shea Stadium. J.C. Martin, 0 for 2, twice has grounded out. up. Ah, hands getting a sign from Randy Hundley. And a high fly ball hit deep to right field. It may, back to the Wallace Williams, it may go. He jumps it over, he's hit against the Ivy. Martin goes into second with a double. He just missed a home run. the right fielder with his back against the wall, jumped as high as he could. It was just over his head. He missed a home run by about a foot and a half. Nuts have been hitting the ball into the breeze, but it's coming in off the lake. They had several long outfield flies caught in the first two innings of the game. Now the batter is Al Weiss. The tying run is on second. Each team now has four hits in the ball game. In the dying run on second base after the long double by J.C. Martin. Ball hit high on the wall in right center on the fly. So Bill Hands now looks back to check the runner at second. Al Weiss, one for two. He reached on an infield hit and a swing and a miss, Frank one. Tom Seaver is the on deck batter. Jim Hickman goes down to the bullpen to loosen up his arm, indicating he may come in defensively. Ron Santo, the field captain, leaves third for a trip to the mound. Bill Hans with a one-strike count on Al White. Ron Fano, I believe, went to the mound merely to kill time for Jim Hickman. And now Hickman will replace Willie Smith in left field. Leo DeRocher wants a strong throwing arm in left field in the event of a base hit to try and nail J.C. Martin. So Fano went to the mound on a sign from the dugout. To kill a few moments and let Hickman get his arm ready. And now Hickman comes into left field and Willie Smith goes out. Martin, the runner on second, is not fast a foot. And so Leo, on the, in the event of a base hit to left field, wanted to improve his chances of a play at the plate. Now Hans is in the set position, and the pitch to Al Weiss is swung on, and missed strike two. Let's trail one nothing. We're in the top of the seventh inning. A sensational standing room only crowd on a Monday afternoon and a beautiful day for the game skies are clear, a bright sun shining, and a breeze coming in off Lake Michigan, blowing from the ivy-covered center field walls in toward home. Hands with a two-strike advantage. Here's the pitch on the way. Low and outside, one ball, two strikes. Each team has four bases. The Cubs shortstop, Don Kessinger, lining himself up to keep the runner, Martin, close at second. And pitching very deliberately. Now is ready. The 1-2 delivery. Bounce foul. He just got a piece of it. Al Weiss reached on an infield hit in the third inning. Got as far as second base and was left stranded. The second time it's Batty was retired on an infield pop fly at a second. Cubs lead 1-0. Weiss straddles the plate, cocktails the bat around. Now Kessinger again runs Martin back to second. The outfield shaded toward left against Al Weiss. Pitching one and two. And a high pop fly down the right field line. Banks backpedaling down the line. And he makes the catch across the line in foul territory. So it's up to Tom Seaver to try and tie up his own ballgame. Tom Saver has sacrificed trying to help build a run and been struck out, nothing for one. Tom has five hits on the year And three runs batted in. Tommy Agee comes out on deck. Now Jim Heckman is trotting in from left field. He went to the outfield without sunglasses. So he comes in now, and the bad boy takes them out and meets him halfway. And so the right fielder, Billy Williams, says, I think I'll also down a pair, and maybe they're going to switch him. That's what they're going to do. They're going to switch, I believe, Billy Williams and Jim Hickman. Leo DeRocher figuring, I guess, here, a Ralph, and the Seaver gets a base, that it might be the right field. So Hickman, who has the strong throwing arm, goes to right field. Billy Williams moves to left field. Chicago leading 1-0. The Mets have J.C. Martin on second, two men away. Now, Bill Hands getting his sign from Randy Hundley. Two men away, Mets needing a base hit to tie the ball game. And the pitch by Hands over the inside corner, strike one goal. Yogi Berra coaching at first, Eddie Yost coaching at third. Martin Billsie's lead off second base. Now the pitch. Low and outside. One ball, one strike. Tremendous pitching duel between Bill Hands and Tom Seaver. Seaver now trying to help himself out. Comes playing the outfield around toward left. And a swing and a miss. Right? down. It's one ball. his right. Yeah. Does grab the lead. when Billy Williams singled home Don Kessinger in the last of the sixth inning. And a check swing and it's just outside. He stays alive and count counters two and two. viewers started to go after the pitch, and he held up just at the last possible split second. Martin's ball, had the ball not been hit into the wind, undoubtedly would have landed in the bleachers. Now the pitch. And he held up in time. Ball three. Played umpire Bob Engel looked to the first base umpire Dick Stello for help on the half sling. A fellow immediately gave him the sign, but he had stopped his swinging time. So it's three and two on time saver. Tommy Agee is the on-deck batter. Bill hands a very deliberate pitcher with men on base. He takes a lot of time between pitches, thinking it over very carefully. Martin leading off second, two down at three and two on Tom Seaver, And the pitch on the way is fouled back into the crowd. He stays there. The season series, the Cubs have won six, the Mets have won five. Here at Wrigley Field, the two teams have split four games. First time, the Mets came to Chicago. They lost the first two games and then swept the Sunday doubleheader, winning each game 3-2. Here's the payoff, pitch, And a grounder, a foul down the third baseline. No play, and Seaver is battling. Veteran left-hander Hank Gary back to work in the cup bullpen. One away. J.C. Martin doubled off the wall in right center. Al Weiss fouled out at his three and two on Tom Seaver. And the pitch, high ball four, and Seaver is on. What a battle put forth by Tom Seaver. Twice he fouled off three and two, and he draws a walk. And it brings up Tommy Agee. Third walk by Bill Hens. He has walked three, struck out three, allowed no runs for him. Now, both Kessinger and Sato walk to the mound. This game certainly is not being played like a routine ball game in the middle of the season by any means. Tommy Agee has gone hitless in three times at best. Tommy has slid to center, bounced to the mound, bounced out to short. Mets trail one nothing, top of the seventh inning. Two outs and two outs. And the pitcher on the way. Fouled, no play. Into the dirt right by home plate. Ken Boswell loosening up his shoulder muscles in the on-deck circle. Hoping that Tommy H, he can save him a turn his bat here on the seventh. Now, Hans makes the one-second stop. And the pitch. inside. the leaning away from it. One ball and one strike. And that's one of the fastest pitches that Hans has thrown in the game. He was reaching back. Tommy Agee talks the bat. And a half-swing foul tip. A strike gets one ball and two strikes. Tommy Agee batting at two eighty two, and now Bill Hans has him in a hole with a count of one ball and two strikes. In the series in New York, Jerry Kuzman and Tom Fever turned the cubs back. Bill Hanson salvaged the final game when he went to distance to win 6-2. J.C. Martin is on second. Time Seaver on first, two men away in the seventh. Randy Hunley crouched behind the plate outfield deep and around toward left. The 1-2 delivery, high, that evens the count at 2-2. In the Cub bullpen, Hank O'Garry continues to work. The on-deck batter for New York, Boswell, is a left-hand hitter. Now the runners again, bill to lead, And the 2-2 delivery is a squibbler foul. No play. Hundley trying to grab the ball in fair territory, but it was foul. A.G. barely got a piece of evidence. Bill has adding to the suspense of the half inning by working oh so deliberately between pitches. Now the count is two and two. Down comes the pitch, and a high fly ball to left center field. Under the ball waiting is Jimmy calls the center fielder, and he has it. No runs, one hit, no errors, two left on. At the end of six and inning, one half innings, the Chicago Cubs won, the New York Mets nothing. If you're a real Mets fan, you won't want to miss this next message.
1: Every summer, Mildred, Chester takes all the sheets off the beds. Even the kids have to sleep without sheets till it's over. Till what's over? The baseball season. My husband paints sheets. Can you imagine?
0: A grown man walks around Shea Stadium carrying a sheet that says, Chester Gelbrand loves the Mets. So unbalanced.
1: <sighs> Rheingold, looking for the 25 greatest Met fans in the world. The kind who use their family sheets for Met banners. Perhaps it's you or someone you know. If so, drop us a line and tell us about it. 25 all-star Met fans will be honored on the night of August 22nd at Shea. There'll be plaques for the winners, portable TVs, an appearance on the field, a Diamond Club dinner, plus two box seats for the Met's next five home openers. This contest is open to residents of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut who are 21 years old or over. Letters will be judged on originality, aptness, and interest. Entries must be postmarked by midnight July 31st. Send your letter to Rheingold's Greatest Met Fan Contest. Box 289, New York, 10046. Angle Breweries, Incorporated, New York, New York,
0: and Orange, New Jersey. We go to the last of the seventh. Ernie Banks will lead up against Tom and Fever. While the crowd is up for the stretch, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.
3: This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM. 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York.
0: Bob Murphy with Ralph Kanter and Lindsey Nelson. Last of the seventh inning. Chicago won New York nothing. The Cubs will have Ernie Banks, Jim Hickman, and Randy Hundley coming up. Banks has popped to third, he was struck out with runners on first and third. Barney is 0 for 2 this afternoon. Each pitcher has given up just four base hits. The Cubs took the lead on a bunt single by Don Kessinger. He went to second on a ground out on a hit and run play and scored on a base hit by Williams. A swing on a strike one. Outfiever swings out of his windup. The pitch thrown is low, outside. One ball, one strike. Leo DeRocher has Joe Amalfitano coaching at first base and Berlin Walker coaching at third. Pitching one and one. Change up, hit hard. Foul ball. He just missed the race in. Foul by inches and Banks tied into
1: a change of pace.
0: It's one ball, two strikes to Ernie Banks. Ron Spano and Ernie Banks are one and two in the National League and runs batted in. Pitching one and two. And a curve in the dirt is two balls and two strikes. Fano has driven in 79 and Banks 75. The Giants Willie McCovey is third. Now the 2-2 delivery by Tom Seaver, a line drive in the left field of A. Leon Jones grabs the ball and banks takes the turn. He's on with a single. Now Jim Hickman will be up for the first time. Four home runs. Fifteen runs batted in. He's hitting at 2-13. And now Wayne Garrett shortens up a third in the event of a bunt. He's around to bunt. Bunt foul. Strike one. Coming out on deck is Randy Hundley. Cubs lead. 1-0. Last of the seventh inning. Fever eyes his runner at first base. Deliver. He was going to take a full cut. The pitch was high. One ball, one strike. Fever keeping that pitch up high to make it difficult to lay down. And Don Fever takes his hand and smooths out the dirt on the pitching mound. Against the runner. Gets ready to come up the line. He's around to bunt. Bunt back toward the mound. Seaver up with it. Throws the second one on the first. Double play! Tom Seaver firing to Al Weiss with an on that train pool, And Jim Hickman bunts into a double play. Fast fielding by Tom Seaver as he again helps himself out in so many ways. Two outs and nobody on in the last of the seventh inning. The batter is Randy Hundley. He has fouled out to first and flied out to right. Nothing for two. And the pitch to Hundley. A towering pop-up on the left side of the infield. Wayne Garrett coming in toward the mound. Makes the catch to the side of No runs. One hit, no errors, and none left on. And at the end of seven... The Chicago Cubs won, The New York Mets nothing.
6: Specialty cars located on Ridge Road, Northville, on Sycindaga Reservoir invite you to take off in a Dearborn Deserter sport buggy. You've seen them on TV, the go-anywhere buggy that's a boon to hunters, fishermen, outdoorsmen, and summer fun people. John Coffin of Specialty Cars invites you to call him at 925 on sychindaga Reservoir. Custom builders of the Dearborn Deserter...
0: Inning, Chicago 1, New York nothing. The Mets will have 2, 3, and 4 in the batting order trying to break through against Bill Hems. The big crowd on this Monday afternoon in Chicago, 37,473. A total crowd at Wrigley Field of 40,252. This is a standing room only crowd. Cubs now have a track of 831,000 plus this year. This very well could be A record-breaking year in Cub history for attendance. Now the eighth inning, Mets trail by one, Ken Boswell is up against Bill Hens. Boswell has flied to center, flied to right, and been struck out, nothing for three. And a breaking ball low, it's ball one.
1: Now ah, the vulture,
0: Phil Regan, gets up in the bullpen. And he pitches in the dirt. Ball two. It's two balls and no strike. Leo DeRocher not wasting a moment. The leadoff batter is sitting in the inning, but Regan is up and working. Bill Hans behind on Boswell, 2-0. Leon Jones on deck. And the pitch. And a fastball, a strike on the outside corner. Bill Hens has walked three and struck out three. Allowed no runs, only four base hits. His 2-1 delivery. And a check swing, ground ball, and hits the bag, a base hit. Going down the left field line, Boswell is going to try for a second. They may get him to play. He's out. On a check swing in a soft line drive that struck the third base cushion. Rolled down the line in foul territory towards the Cub He gambled to get into scoring position, but could not make it. Ron Sano pursuing the ball in foul territory whips the ball to second. They had the ball waiting on Kenny Boswell. Now, Cleon Jones, the batter, one out of nobody else. He gambled to get into scoring position, but couldn't have to make it. Ron Sano pursuing the ball in foul territory whips the ball to second. They have the ball waiting on Kenny Boswell. Now Cleon Jones, the batter, one out and nobody else. Cleon single to right his last time up. And he lays off on a curve low outside, ball one. That's base at number five off right-hander Bill Hens. Boswell, trying to stretch it into second. Was nailed on the throw from Sano to Becker. Swing and a miss by like Leon, one ball, one strike. Leon has one for three. Leon Jones sitting at 350, second in the National League.
1: one delivery. It is in the dirt, no harm done with nobody on, and the count of two balls and one strike.
0: Now Randy Huntley jogging slowly out to the mound to talk with Bill Hamm. In the cut bullpen, Phil Regan continues to work that bullpen has been quiet throughout the ballgame. Now Cleon's strolling around because hands have been working so deliberately over the last three innings. Cleon was good power, so the Cubs play him deep in the outfield and swung around toward left. Shamsky is the on-deck banner, and then Wayne Garrett. Now Cleon asks for time, just as Bill
1: Hands is finally ready.
0: Pitching two and one. A swing and a miss by Cleon Jones, and the count is two and two. Bill Hans has kept the ball down very well constructed right hander has good stuff. Leon's Bay City's last time up was a single into right field. Chemsky twice a slide to center and reached on a force play, nothing for three. Derrick dead for a tie with the ball hit by J.C. Martin off the wall in right center field. He missed a home run by about a foot and a half. Cubs lead one nothing where the eighth inning. And the pitch by hands, low at inside as ball was. Wayne Garrett kneeling in the on-deck circle, working with that fat weight, trying to loosen up. and a grounder foul the ball came back and struck on Art so it's one ball and one strike on Shamsky Art has been hitting well batting average at the moment of 333 Jim Hickman playing right field and he's playing very deep against Shamsky Walls the center fielder is set up straight away a 1-1 pitch. A towering pop-up. Ron Sano back across the line and foul ground is under. He has it. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left. At the end, seven and one half innings. The Chicago Cubs won, the New York Mets nothing.
8: Hi, this is Greg Morris of Mission Impossible with an important question for young men. You know where you're going. Have you considered the Coast Guard? The United States Coast Guard builds well-rounded men, experts in a variety of fields. Men with eyes on the future. At the United States Coast Guard Academy, you'll receive the finest education and military training, a bachelor of science degree, and the commission in the United States Coast Guard. If you have the ability to take command, the Coast Guard is interested in you. At the Academy, you can concentrate on engineering, management, or oceanography. Your training and education will encompass every facet of the Coast Guard's humanitarian mission. If you have what it takes, take a career in the Coast Guard. For brochure and application form, write to the Director of Admissions, Coast Guard Academy, New London, Connecticut. That's the Director of Admissions, Coast Guard Academy, New London, Connecticut.
1: the
0: eighth inning, Gil Hodges has placed Rod Gasper in right field. Art Chamsky, who had a time at that, in the eighth inning, now comes out of the ballgame. And now, Art Chamsky goes out for a moment and... The change is not going to be made. Chansky is going to stay in right field. And this brings Leo DeRocher out of the dugout. Gil Hodges is out of the dugout. Now, the announcement has been made by the public address system, which normally, officially, means the change has been made. Gil Hodges is saying that the announcement was premature. The announcement might have been premature. The umpire has to signify to the public address announcer that the man is in the ball game, and evidently Gill is saying that he did not tell the umpire to put him in the ball game, and so that's what Leo's out is to find out whether or not the umpire did make that move
1: first. And Chamsky goes back to right field. Gasper had gone to right field. The announcement was made obviously
0: premature, and Hodges wins the point. And Shamsky stays the right field. Jimmy Qualls will lead off against Tom Seaver in the last of the eighth inning. As Rob points out, the public address announcer is not supposed to announce the player until given a sign by the plate umpire to do so. Now Jimmy Qualls. He has bounced to first and fly to right. And Seaver's delivery is outside and low ball one. Chicago won, New York nothing, last of the eighth inning. And a line drive, caught by Cranepool. Beautiful draft by Eddie Cranepool. He's tall, he's 6'3. He went as high in the air as he could, and with that glove hand extended high over his head, he flagged it down. Now a big hand for Bill Hans to get this. Fastball over, Franklin goal In the ninth inning, New York will have Wayne Garrett, Ed Cranfield, and J.C. Martin, all left hand hitters due to come up. Strike call, the fastball over the inside corner. The Cubs one run on four hits, New York no runs on five hits. And a ground ball wraps the shortstop. Al Weiss is up with it, and the peg across to Cranfield, two down. Two men away in the last of the eighth inning. Now the leadoff batter, Don Kessinger. So he'll take his time to enable Bill Hans to get back to the dugout. Kessinger has scored the game's only run. He laid down a beautiful bunt and beat it out for a base hit in the last of the sixth inning leading off. Then the Cubs played hit and run with Beckert at the plate. Beckert bounced out, but it was a slow ground ball. Running on the pitch, Chessinger went to second. He came home on a solid hit to left center field by Billy Williams. Now Danny Purcelli will start to loosen up in the bullpen. And a breaking ball in the dirt ball one. Jim McAndrew will also loosen up. Smithy in the inside corner, two balls and no strikes to Don Chesterton. We're in the last of the eighth inning, and the Cubs lead one nothing in the opening game of this important three game series. Now Fever's 2 0 delivery way outside. Ball three is 3 0. Receiver might well be a little bit arm weary just late in the ballgame. He has thrown a lot of pitches. He was 6 2, th- 3 and 2 on six 7 hitters. deck hitter is Glenn Becker. It's over as Frank's 3-1. And and shutting out Chicago on one hit of New York. fever did not walk a man. Now his 3-1 delivery, outside and low ball four. That's the first walk in the ball game by Thomas Hedon. Well, Don Kessinger is on first base, two men away. The batter is Ben Becker. Becker has one hit and three times at back. Right-hand hitter batting at 3.05. Now Fever off the stretch. Here's the pitch on the way. A drive to left center field. Jones is getting under it. He makes the catch to side his own. So we'll be going to the main. No runs, no
1: hits, no errors, and one left on. At the end of eight innings, the Chicago
9: Cubs won. The New York Mets nothing. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sport Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need camping equipment. Now that vacation time is here, have you found that in checking over your equipment that you need something additional? Then stop in and see the wide selection we have to offer. Waltons carries pack frames, canteens, and mess kits. If this is your first year of tenting, then be sure that you see Walton's for all styles of tents, air mattresses, and Coleman stoves and lanterns. Walton's carries a full line of famous-named sleeping bags. Of course, at Walton's, hunters can find everything in one convenient location. Guns, ammunition, and hand-loading equipment. And rifle scopes to make those long shots surer and safer. For the golfers, be sure to visit Walton's par-three room where you'll find a complete line of golf equipment. Shoes... Clubs, bags, carts, and a rainproof jacket for just $9.95. A complete line of equipment for all sports is what you will find at Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen.
0: The ninth inning at Wrigley Field, the Chicago Cubs lead the New York Mets one to nothing. In the Cubs bullpen, left-hander Hank Gary and right-hander Phil Regan. The New York Mets will have Wayne Garrett. Ed Cranebool, and J.C. Martin coming up. Wayne Garrett has singled at the center field, reached on a walk, and he was robbed of an extra base hit on a splendid play by Jimmy Qualls, the Cubs center fielder. At the time Garrett hit the ball, there was a runner on first base. So here we go, ninth inning, New York trailing by one. John Seaver, again, pitching brilliant baseball. But unless the Mets can get one here in the top of the ninth inning, his eight-game win streak will come to an end. Bill Hens has pitched masterfully, too. Now the right-hander winds to pitch to Garrett. It's over. Strength one goal. Jim McAndrew and Danny Priscilla are working in the New York bullpen. Ball hammered foul in behind Yogi. Two strike count on Wayne Garrett leading off in the ninth. He not scored the game's only run in the sixth inning. And the pitch by hands outside and high. One ball, two strikes. on tomorrow afternoon at 2.25 p.m. New York Times with the second of this three-game series. The infield is tried to ride against Garrett. The pitch by hands misses outside It's two balls and two strikes. Rookie Wayne Garrett batting two seventy-six, 76 Mets pulled out a game of the ninth in New York from the Cubs. They're trying to do it again. And it's over. Strike three. Points. Bill Hand gets the third strike by Wayne Garrett. For Hand to strike strikeout. Now Eddie Craneville. Eddie has been struck out, reached on a walk, grounded out, nothing for two. Now you can get a larger loan in New York up to $1,400 from the largest lending company, HFC Household Finance. the Crane Cranepool is fouled down the left field line over into the crowd. Chicago Cup pitching staff leads the National League in shutouts. They've had 16 this year. They have been shut out themselves only three times. Bill Hans delivers low at outside. One ball, one strike to Eddie Cranepool. The breeze has been blowing in from center field toward home. And anything hit the center field or to right has been hit into the wind. A 1-1 pitch. Fastball missing outside. Two balls, one strike. Now again, Hans picks up his sign from Randy Hundley. Crane packs cocks the bat. Ground ball hit right at second baseman Beckert. He's up with it. He throws the back through out. <laughs> the Mets are down to their final out in the ninth inning. <laughs> J.C. Martin doubled his last time at bat. Narrowly missed a home run. Ball on the fly, hit up in the abbey, about a foot and a half from the top of the wall in right center. Now hands, is up to work with J.C. Martin. And a line drive, base hit to left field, the dying runners on base. Ball picked up by Billy Williams, Martin swings around first. And Al Weiss will be coming up. Bud Harrelson comes in the ballgame as a pinch runner. Now Al Weiss is being called back to the dugout, I believe. Harrelson comes in to run for J.C. Martin. Martin hit the first pitch and singled into left field. A two-out single, and Don Clem Dunnan is coming up as the pinch hitter. In this spot, the Mets need a long hit. And Don sun who has good power, is being sent to the plate by manager Gil Hodges. And Randy Hundley, in turn, goes out to the mound. To talk with his pitcher, Bill Hans. The Mets now have six hits in the ballgame with a trail one nothing, two down top of the ninth inning. Don batting 243. Five home runs and 29 runs batted in. 15 RBIs and 18 ball games of joining the New York Mets. Ron Taylor goes to work in the bullpen. And Ron Sloboda comes out on deck to bat for time receiver if Clendenon can keep it going. Harrelson of the dying run. The fence runner is on first base, two down. The outfield is deep and around to left. Now the fifth jammed him but missed inside one ball and no strength to Don Glendale Ron Sano deep behind the bag at third guarding the line now the pitch low and outside and a nice grab by Hundley he prevented a wild pitch that would have put Bud Harrelson into scoring position and the count is 2-0 on Don Glendale Ron Swoboda has come out on deck to bat four times fever now Leo DeRocher is coming out of the Cubs dugout. Leo will go to the mound and talk with his pitcher. Two men away in the ninth inning. They got two balls and no strikes to Clendenin, but that last pitch was very close to being a wild pitch. Fine stop by catcher Randy Hunley. Prevented Harrelson from getting into scoring position. Now, Leo is looking toward his bullpen. He has Regan and a Gary down there. They have been called on many times this year. And in just a moment, we'll know. Umpire Bob Engel goes to the mound, and we are going to get a new pitcher. Bill Regan. veteran environment is coming in to replace Bill Hands, and you can hear the crowd react they hate to see hands leave the ballgame, a game in which he is working on a shutout with two outs in the ninth inning. This one is being played like a World Series ballgame. Right here, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.
3: This is New York Mets Baseball from 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York, WKAJ.
0: Not Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson from Wrigley Field in Chicago. Bill Regan has been brought in, and here's the hand for Bill Hanks. A standing ovation for Bill Hanks. And Bill Regan... The right-hander is making his 41st appearance of the year. Regan has won nine and lost five, and he has eight saves to his credit. Former relief star of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who was confessional all last year and has gone just great again this year. With a count of two balls and no strikes, should Clinton and walk, the walk would be charged to Bill Hammond he gets a base hit or is retired Regan gets the credit for that Bill Regan 9-5 and five on the year and 8 saves to his credit and lifetime against New York he has won 5 at lost time this is the sixth time he has relieved against the Mets this year five previous relief outings he gave up one run against New York and now we're set to go. The batter is Don Clendon. Two balls and no strikes. The new pitcher is Phil Regan. Harrelson leading off first. Now the pitch and a swing. Now a strike Don Clendon was ready and he took a big cut. Now Regan up in pitching position. Delivers. Low and outside. Ball three. The count is three balls and one strike. And that's trailing one-nothing, ninth inning, two men away. Bud Harrelson is the tying run on first. 3-1 delivery. It's over a strike. 3-2. On this pitch, Bud Harrelson will be generating all the speed he can get. Now the big crowd starts to quiet down. It is three and two on Daren Clendenon with two men away, and Harrelson starts edging away from first. There he goes, the pitch, and a line drive caught. The game is over. Glenn Beckert got it. Clendenon hitting in hard left, Then a line drive that the second baseman Glenn Becker moved back a step, leaps into the air and grabbed, and the Cubs win. It. And a huge crowd here at Wrigley Field standing and applauding. And savoring a tremendous one nothing win. In the ninth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left on. The final score, the Chicago Cubs won. The New York Mets, nothing. And we'll be back with a recap of today's exciting game in just a moment.
6: If you've been dreaming about your own swimming pool, now's the time to make it a reality. Call Regional Construction in Clifton Park at 371-7373 and ask about the best engineered pool ever made, the Crescent. Made from the basic materials by Regional Construction's own meticulous staff at their Clifton Park factory. The Crescent Pool by Regional gives you 8-inch poured concrete walls, steel reinforced with sculptured stone coping. You're guaranteed the strongest pool ever built. No money down and long-term financing yours at Regional Construction. Call regional at Clifton Park, 371-7373, and ask for the new pool catalog, or perhaps a free estimate on the pool of your choice. That's 371-7373, the regional construction corporation of Clifton Park, the area's largest home improvement operation. Get in the swim with a pool from regional construction of Clifton
0: Park, New York. Here at Wrigley Field in Chicago with a paid crowd of over 37,000 on a Monday afternoon. A standing room crowd of better than 40,000 may have seen a memorable ballgame. Tom Seaver was trying to win his ninth in a row. He wound up losing a heartbreaker. And for the recap on the ball game, here's Ralph. All oh, of was a fine clutch pitching the Bill Hands that held the Mets at bay. Three times the Mets had runners in scoring position on its second base with one man out. One of the time, they had a runner at second base with two men out, but they could not score as Bill Hands, along with Bill Regan, combined to set out the Mets 1-0. The Mets out hit the cup, 6-5, and the one run in the ballgame came on a hit-and-run play. It was set up by Glenn Becker, who made the final out of the ball game with a one-headed catch off of Don Glendennis. In the sixth inning, Don Kessinger beat out a bunch for a base hit, a perfect bunt down the third base side. On a hit-and-run play, after the Mets had pitched out in anticipation of such a play, Ben Beckert hit a slow ground ball off the second base. He was thrown out at first, but Kessinger got down to second in scoring position. Only twice in the ball game did the Cubs have runners in scoring position, one time at third and one time at second. The second time, it was a base hit by Bill Williams that drove in the only run of the ballgame. Williams, with his base hit, getting his 52nd run batted in, and it proved to be all that the Cubs needed as they defeated the Mets in the first game of the three-game series. Bill Hans, pitching a strong ball game, now has a record of 11 wins and seven losses. Tom Seaver, pitching an equally strong ball game against a much tougher hitting ball club, came up with his fourth loss of the year. Tom now with a record of 14 wins and four losses. We'll be back with more about the game in just one minute.
3: You know, unfair housing isn't unfair. It's illegal. This is Chico Hamilton. If anybody has refused to rent or sell you a house or an apartment because you were black, yellow, Puerto Rican, Jewish, or whatever, they're breaking the law. That is, they're breaking the Fair Housing Law of 1968. What you can do is write to Fair Housing, Washington, D.C., zip code 20410 and complain, and they'll do something. When the law says anybody can live anywhere, the law means exactly that. Anywhere, baby. I mean, but anywhere. So, write to Fair Housing, Washington, D.C., zip code 20410. Well, a tremendous ball game here
0: at Wrigley Field, and as Bob Murphy told you, a paid crowd of over 37,000. 37, 473 to be exact. Cubs now in 41 dates have drawn 831,267. And the Cubs, by winning the first game of the series, putting the pressure on the Mets, they now have increased their league lead over the Mets in the Eastern Division to five and a half games. Cubs winning their 57th ball game, they've lost 34, and they have lost three left from the Mets now. The Mets have a record of 49 and. Thirty-seven losses, forty-nine wins, thirty-seven losses. Tremendous ball game. Some great plays in the game, and great pitching by both Bill Hands and also by Tom Seaver. Tom had won eight consecutive ball games. His last win was a one-hit effort against the Cubs, winning four to nothing. And right here, the Cubs, in two games, the last two games that Tom Seaver has pitched, have gotten only one run, but they have come up with one victory and one defeat. Line score of the ball game: the Mets. No runs, six hits, no errors, and eight men left on the Cubs. One run, five hits, no errors, and four men left on base.
3: New York Mets baseball has been a feature presentation of the New York Mets Baseball Network and Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a ten-minute head, and was brought to you by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you have enjoyed today's game. And by the staff of WKHA-FM, 102.3 on
10: your FM dial...